0: Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we'll be talking with platform architect Michael Slobodnik and product manager Jake Berman about Flow Designer. It's a now platform feature that makes it easy to create automated workflows using natural language. No code. We'll be talking about some good use cases, using the integration hub feature for integrating third-party APIs, new features for the Madrid release, and lots more. Stay tuned. So joining us today are Michael Slobodnik and Jake Berman from our Flow Designer team. Jake's here with me in our studio in San Diego, and Michael's joining us remotely all the way from Columbus, Ohio. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Great to be here. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Uh, before we get started, let me just ask you guys, uh, uh, Michael, what do you do here
1: at ServiceNow? That is a great question. Uh, so I'm an architect on our solution innovation team. So I work on the within the solution consulting ar- organization where I get to work with designers and developers. And whenever one of our uh, customers or prospects has a really unique business challenge, that is not something we've typically come across before. I get to pull the resources with my colleagues, um, like I said, with the designs from the human-centered design aspect, as well as some of the most talented developers, um, especially when it comes to service portal. And we get to work through and figure out what the architecture is going to be, what that story will be and uh, run design workshops to really find out what's going to be an impactful user experience.
0: Well, that sounds fun. It sounds like you get a lot of good interaction with both customers and other ServiceNow
1: folks. I do. I'll I'll honestly say I've got the best job I can ever remember having, uh, and I'll probably be the best job I ever have. And how about when you're not at work? Uh, Is springtime starting to spring there in Columbus? Uh, Well, it did snow yesterday, but uh, it's going to be in another month or so. Ohio State football will start back up, so go Bucks! (laughs) And, uh, that'll take up some of my time, uh, when, uh, by the time the fall starts. And besides that, it's just getting ready for our knowledge conference. That's right around the corner. And how about you, Jake? What do you do here at ServiceNow?
2: Uh, Thanks, Steve. So I've been with ServiceNow about five years. I actually came from solution consulting, the Inspire team, which is a sister team to Michael's. Um, about a year ago, I joined product management. I'm responsible for business process automation that currently includes flow designer and workflow. I also own Platform Notifications.
0: Okay, and how about uh, when you're not here at work? What do you like to do?
2: So I have a wife and four kids. They keep me pretty busy. So we stay pretty active, but uh, enjoying San Diego. I I actually moved here with the job uh, about a year ago, so just enjoying the sunshine. Okay, where'd you move from? Uh, Midwest, so you'll catch the accent, but I'm from Minneapolis. (laughs)
0: So so on to Flow Designer then. For folks who aren't familiar with Flow Designer, maybe you guys could give us a quick overview. What is
2: it? So Flow Designer is really workflow reimagined. Flow Designer modernizes task automation with codeless natural language. This really is intended to accelerate innovation and lower the barrier of entry for process analysts and IT generalists to do And to automate workflow, this also comes with the idea of producing scripts. So you can take your script and create a reusable action. Not only does this allow you to reuse, uh, things that you build, build once use many, it lowers then, uh, your technical debt. So things like upgrades, things like deployments can be simplified because now I don't have code sprawl. I've consolidated this all into reusable components and then do it in this very natural language, sort of process automation, digitize and automate workflow. Okay. Michael, what's your take on that?
1: Uh, really the best thing that I've seen about Flow Designer, it is really workflow reimagined. Um, since it came out in Kingston, it was fairly basic in terms of what it did and uh, the design of it made it where it was great for the non-type of developers or business analysts, process type of people who don't really have a strong technical background. Um, but now with what's coming out in Madrid, it's just really reaching that maturity where we're now really starting to push the fact that, hey, this is now the direction for the workflow we have for ServiceNow. It's the business logic um, really behind underneath the hood, so to speak. Uh, and it's really exciting to work with because for once, for um, it's amazing to actually build this out and not have to even get to the JavaScript, which is really, really a cool thing that I never would have thought ServiceNow would get, get to.
0: And so that's the key for Flow Designer,
1: right, is to allow people to create this stuff using natural language? Exactly. You don't have to be a developer to use it and to use the power of it.
0: Well, we've mentioned both uh, both Flow Designer and, and Workflows in general, so there's another feature called Workflow. What's the difference between Flow Designer and Workflow? Why, when would you use one or the other?
1: Well, Workflow... Is ServiceNow's older type of uh, workflow engine itself, and uh, it's it's been a very powerful engine. It's one of the reasons why ServiceNow has been such a successful type of uh, I want to say product and platform. Um, but that being said, it is getting long in the tooth in the sense of there's we're now looking at better ways of being able to bring workflow to ServiceNow, not just from an engine per, engine perspective, but also so that way you don't have to be a developer to build out this logic itself. Um, Workflow uh, has been around and it's still going to be supported. So, you know, it's not going to go away tomorrow or anything. Uh, And so any customers who currently have workflows uh, that are in place, be it for maybe orchestration or just a lot of automation, they're still going to be available. Um, But then also with Flow Designer, the customers will then be able to build out their flows in addition to it to go Uh, eventually start to transition over to the newer workflow engine as well. Um, When it comes to really using them, uh, Flow Designer is the direction and and what we're now recommending solution consultants um, as well as even customers to look at first when it comes to how they're going to build out that logic and flows. Um, You know, There's going to still be a few use cases of having to use the workflow engine. Uh, The great thing is with Madrid, that's now fewer and far between. Um, but there's a few things like domain separation and SLA calculation, uh, we're still, we're still going to be using workflow. Um, but then Jake even uh, always gives me a little bit insight into some of the f- roadmap where we're looking to go ahead and even bring out the capabilities that you still need workflow. Being able to build those for Flow Designer.
0: Okay, well let me uh, let me just ask just to make sure I understand. Then, so under the covers, the, a workflow is a workflow, right? And it's and the workflow feature and Flow Designer are just alternative ways of creating them.
2: Do I have that right? So I'll jump in here, Steve. They're actually two separate engines. Um, so Flow Designer, we've we've essentially reengineered the engine, and so the Flow Designer UI is the new natural language, you know, process automation. And we're creating parity with workflow. We have 95 to 98% parity with workflow. There's still a a few special use cases, as Michael mentioned. And in our coming releases, actively being developed today, we're closing the gap the entire way. The other few things to note is um, we're making it performant. So workflow is very strong, and it runs very synchronously. It runs in the current thread. Flow Designer traditionally runs asynchronously. While in Madrid, we introduced asynchronous API, which you can call from business rules or other, Um, but we'll make that more native as well. So flow authors can control how the flow executes and in support of high volume use cases, things like event management or IoT, or even as an alternate to business rules altogether.
0: Okay, so those two are going to coexist for a while. Do you expect sort of a, a, a migration from workflow over to Flow Designer over the course of time?
2: So you'll see a natural migration. App teams will create out-of-the-box content in Flow Designer as opposed to Workflow. So you'll see new customers, new Z-booted instances uh, running flows instead of workflows. Now, that will be a long transition. Um, As customers uh, start using Flow Designer, we're not recommending that they just port everything over. But as they develop new workflows, do that in Flow Designer. And if you're going to make massive changes to existing workflows consider making the migration. There is no magic migration plan though. There's a few reasons for that. One, most workflows are script. They're made up of interconnected script steps. And in reality, we've recreated um, standard actions like updating a record, creating a record, doing task things, doing approvals, all with actions. So now they're codeless, there's no need for script. And so there's no standard transition from script to non-script. And so we're just recommending customers evaluate that as they go do major changes to their existing workflows. And you'll see more and more out-of-the-box content in coming releases.
0: Okay. So basically, by, by having parity between the two and continuing to support the, the workflow, uh, it gives customers flexibility to do whatever's suited for their business. That's right. Well, a little bit ago, you mentioned APIs. And that's one of the features I wanted to ask about is Integration Hub. So that's a feature that lets people bring in uh, external instances and uh, third party APIs and integrate them into their flows like Microsoft Teams and Slack, things like that. Uh, Could you guys tell us a little more about that?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so integration hub, uh, like you just mentioned, it's that type of model that's being used for um, having those integrations, especially the out of box integrations that are being released, um, which Jake can talk more about from the product management side. But once again, it really ties in with Flow Designer from the aspect of being able to make integrations easier to use so that way um, we're not having to go through and do all this scripting, especially around the connecting a REST API to REST message, which has always been the case, uh, which has always been great in terms of having that flexibility and, uh, you know, Going through and using REST Explorer is also a very powerful piece of, of building of integrations as well. But Integration Hub is what brings the ease of those integrations. Um, but in addition to the ease in terms of being able to build out a flow, call over the, the spoke, if you will, um, which is the, those Integration Hub actions uh, into the flow, the other aspect of it is the fact that it's very modular as well. So when customers need to build their own type of custom integration, they can then build out their custom actions and their, make those spokes uh, part of integration hubs. That way they still have the flexibility to make that modular code uh, that would typically be built by the developers. But then those non-technical analysts and process owners are able to then take those pieces, put it into the flows, and then make also reuse those over and over again, depending upon what they need as well.
0: Okay. Jake, what's the, uh, what's the take of the product manager on that?
2: Um, So Michael uh, said that very well. I'll just add maybe just a, a little history. So Flow Designer, our focus was first to support workflows inside of ServiceNow. So in Kingston, we were a viable solution for asynchronous business rules. For London, we essentially support Service Catalog, a viable action plan for Service Catalog. Now, Madrid, we are a viable alternative to workflow for most use cases. And there's a few edge use cases like domain separation that we don't support yet. And you'll see that in the very next releases. So in the next release, we're really doubling down on integration hub. So before I dive into those details, a couple things I'll note is that integration hub is built to use spokes. Spoke is really a scoped application. So the intent there is that it can be done out of band. That means we can publish our integrations to the store and you can download them directly uh, without having to go through a release cycle. Uh, We're going to have several, I think six or seven spokes released to the store on March 6th. And then we have a monthly cadence to release more. And we have dozens already developed and many going through the certification process right now. So keep an eye out on the store and we'll introduce new innovations around that. So you'll see and be able to access those more seamlessly in the future. So you don't have the big key point. You don't have to wait for a release to get access to our latest innovations on integrations.
0: Well, you've already touched on uh, release by release a timeline of things that you've added. Um, any more details that either of you would like to add on what is new for Madrid?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of great things for Flow Designer, and as I mentioned before, and Jake had even said, uh, Madrid is really making it where Flow Designer is going to be putting the the flow itself in that engine to replace workflow. Uh, So there's a lot of capabilities out there, such as the parallel processing, um, being able to set if it's supposed to be synchronous or asynchronous, um, as well as being able to even impersonate users. So if you have a flow that requires uh, maybe a higher elevation than than the user that went ahead and, and kicked off that flow, great, you can go ahead and set that as well. Um, There's other capabilities in Madrid that aren't necessarily part of Flow Designer, but just simply make it even better and easier to work with. Um, So I've been working with decision tables, and it's been a great way to be able to make data-driven flows, but being able to have it from a configuration standpoint where you can make decisions within your flows um, based upon certain data that you may have. But then if you need to change any of those decisions uh, in terms of the data and how they're structured, you can do that as well without really needing to even go through and, and create a whole, uh, modify that flow as well. Um, so there's a lot of great things coming out. I definitely recommend to go to the doc site um, and check out the uh, line item release notes under flow designer. Cause there's a lot of little things there that will just simply make life so much better in terms of using this flow designer and using it as, as the main workflow engine.
0: Well, that's a good point. An interesting point about how other enhancements in Madrid are enhancing the capabilities of workflow as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's one of the great things about Integration Hub and Flow Designer and Decision Tables, where really when you look at building any type of application or process, they are all going to share similar components. You're going to have the UI piece, you're going to have the workflow, you're going to have configuration, you know, for that particular process or application. And so as there's enhancements in other parts of service now, everything else gets better and easier to work with it.
0: Uh, Jake, what's uh, what got something to add to that?
2: Not a lot to add. I mean, again, we tried to close the gap with workflows. So I think Michael mentioned run as, so elevating privileges. Another one that's important is password two. So now you can have encrypted passwords being passed around for sensitive data inside of flows. So prior to that, that was a capability in workflow, but not in flow designer. So again, we're closing the gap. So another thing to note in an upcoming release, we're really doubling down on integration hub where we're going to support things like data streaming, Coldist integrations, things like open API support. So again, ServiceNow can become a strategic platform for integrations and really support your integration needs.
0: Well, with these capabilities, maybe you guys can tell us some good use cases. What are customers doing with Flow Designer?
2: Right, so in the field, we've really seen the gamut of use cases. Um, so one of the first things, the first use cases back in Kingston was asynchronous business rules. One real simple example is when I have a problem, so IT service management, I have a problem, it gets closed, and I have hundreds of related incidents. I need to auto-close those. So typically that would require scripting and some logic like a for-each item in the li- related list. That's a few clicks away with no code required inside of Flow Designer. So asynchronous business rule support and and that example was auto-close incidents related to that problem. Um, we've also seen, as we mentioned, support for service catalog. So we've seen customers actually start using this for uh, catalog action plan. When I submit that iPhone request, have Flow Designer act as the action plan for approvals for setting the stages and procurement or delivery of that particular device or order. Um, so those are some common use cases we've seen in the in the field, it's also been used for doing custom integrations, so integrations with things like uh, translation services, for example. So using the integration hub capabilities to to do an outbound REST call. Um, so again, there's a gamut of use cases and examples from the field, but those were just a couple.
1: Okay, Michael, got any things you could share with us? No, the biggest thing I would add is the fact that, uh, especially with the Madrid release, it's really the time now where we're um, pushing. Flow Designer as really the solution for the workflow, and so while I can remember uh, running some innovation or app building type of workshops last year where we still use the workflow um, because it still had the type of capabilities that Flow Designer didn't have, now everything that we're doing is all focused on that Flow Designer aspect. Um, and so while we would go to Flow Designer if we made maybe a type of business application that had simple logic, it's now at the point where really. The only time we're ever going to get away from that is if we find some very unique exception to being able to use the flows. Um, but besides that, really, everyone in the field, customers, um, prospects, they should all be looking at Flow Designer as as the go-to type of workflow engine.
0: Okay. So you guys have, have talked about plans for the future. Is If you could share something about just the vision for down the road for Flow Designer, what, what would you say as a product?
2: So we're going to constantly look at innovative ways to lower the barrier. Uh, so the lower the barrier of entry for that IT generalists, the IT analysts, and so forth. But not only that, we're going to look at ways to really improve the experience for your core developers as well. We don't want to go so far left, over-rotate on the non-coder, that that this isn't a useful solution for developers. We're intending to do the best of both worlds, and we're going to consistently go after innovative ways to appeal to both. So we can throw this in a very controlled, restricted way to that analyst to go do great process automation. So it might be, say, an HR use case, or let's say it's a business use case around med center administration. Maybe I want to do a patient discharge process. I can actually have a registered nurse access the system, automate that process without having to worry about all the underpinnings of ServiceNow platform. On the flip side of that, we're going to put things in place for that that core developer so they can connect to, say, in that example, med center Administration, maybe they can connect directly to an EMR system and do things around the patient medical record to automate that process, and then they can serve it up in a controlled way to that process analyst. So the idea is to, to go after innovative ways to enable the process analyst and the low coder or the no coder but also appeal to the the hardcore developer with features and capabilities they expect to see in a modern platform and make it easy. Not only easy, but fun in the ServiceNow platform.
0: Okay. And and Michael, as the architect, how do you support
1: all that? Uh, always being told what to do when it comes to a, a new release and having to come up with a lab. <laughs> so, you know, my particular position, I get the fun of working usually in the end release or end um I want to say N plus one in terms of what's going to be coming down the, down the road. So I get to start to review, you know, what are the practical applications for Flow Designer um, when it, when it's coming out on a new release. And so usually I'm working with Jake uh, in terms of coming up with some of the demos, use cases, um, as well as just hearing back from the field in terms of what the other solution consultants or even customers are doing as well. So, um, you know, talking with Jake about what's coming down for, for future releases, I'm excited about it. Um, and uh, it really makes it where it's a great time to be at ServiceNow where it's almost a matter of the sky's the limit in terms of what we'll be able to do.
0: So, So how does Flow Designer fit into the company's vision for the
2: ServiceNow product? That's a great question, Steve. Really, it's at the heart of the company vision. So the tagline today is we digitize and automate work. So Flow Designer's core purpose is to digitize and automate work. This is the the low-code, no-code way to do that, this natural language approach to digitizing your work processes. We're going to continue to innovate, as I said earlier, and we'll introduce new features and capabilities to make that easier so you can digitize your work processes using the ServiceNow platform. Michael, what do you think of that?
1: Um, I think it's fantastic uh, in terms of the direction. I mean, we saw a knowledge last year. Um, so a lot of the keynotes talked about flow designer and the ease and capabilities that can provide. And it is really going to be key for the platform going forward as well. Uh, last thing I can say in terms of, Hey, nice little tidbit of information throwing out there from practicality aspect of flow designer is powerful. It's fantastic, but please make sure you save your flows because it is asynchronous between client and server. And I, If you have any network disruption, you'll lose it. And uh, that's one of those little things that I love to constantly, constantly tell people about as well. Okay, well, I'm hoping
0: that you guys have uh, gotten users interested in exploring it a little more. So maybe you can give us some tips. How would you go about getting started with Flow Designer?
2: So I'll start off by just saying, just start. So it's a very low barrier of entry to get started and attractive for both coders and non-coders. There's a ton of information available both on servicenow.com, but also our developer community. There's free labs available. You can access, if you're a customer, you can access things like our knowledge labs that were available. And there's everything from beginning to advanced uh, labs and tutorials to walk through getting started. Okay. Michael, anything to add to that?
1: Yeah. I mean, really, Jake said it, just get started with it. It is very easy, very straightforward to work with. Um, If you are used to workflow and you're going to Flow Designer will you know be a little bit of a change in terms of how uh, it's built in from the user experience perspective, um, but if you've never really touched workflow at all in service now, it's going to be it's going to be very natural to take on. Um, Jake already said some of the past knowledge labs, but also keep the eye keep your keep your eye on what's coming out for knowledge uh, this May as well because that's going to be a great time to connect with your developer colleagues and be able to get your hands on the newest and latest and greatest of Flow Designer. Um, but yeah we have a lot of resources out there and it is pretty simple and straightforward to use. Um, I think most of the advanced type of um, areas that a lot of the developers get into are more of building out their custom spokes, um, which that in itself is still very powerful and um, fairly straightforward to use as well. So, um, you know, just get started.
0: All right. I'd like to thank you both very much for joining us. It's uh, It's been really great to hear about Flow Designer from both the product and the, the architectural perspective. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or ServiceNow support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.